0: Hi, I'm Kyle, and on episode 484 of the MWA podcast, Sean, Brian, and myself are asking Jeff Wyatt the five questions. if you haven't already, be sure to check out Jeff's interview on episode 483. So, um, welcome back to the show, Jeff. Thanks welcome for having me. me. Fantastic. Well, before we get to the five questions, who do we have to thank this week?
1: Yeah, you know, we always like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters. Today, we're giving that shout out to Colin Anderson. Colin, thank you for supporting us uh, in this podcasting endeavor. And if you would like to join Colin in support of our show, you can go to patreon.com slash MWA podcast. Much appreciated.
0: Much appreciated. Well, let's move on to the five questions. So uh, Brian, why don't you start us off? All right, Jeff, question number one. And and there are some stipulations to this. What
2: is your favorite tool? And we have a a defined limit of 23. 23. 23. <laughs> so uh, definitely my uh my favorite tools my within as the are definitely <laughs> the ones that uh have the sentimental value, you know. Oh, I have sure. I have some carving tools that I do for the volutes and stuff that were uh my father's carving tools and he had uh uh My dad, he was a big, big time uh, carver. So he had all his uh, carving tools have his name engraved in them. Mm -hmm. And so those I really love using. Uh, I think about them all the time when I'm using those tools and stuff. So those are uh, one of my favorites. And then uh, my other favorite really is the, um, uh, I forgot the name, what the the name might be, but it's basically, it's an old auger bit that's cut off the back end and it has a handle on it and use it to to make the pins you drill your hole and then hit that with the uh the back end of a hammer and it'll a nice little square hole mm-hmm. um oh yeah it's the, it's the way that auger bit is it puts a nice little uh diamond in it uh in it and that way you can put your uh your peg in so and uh, i then have one of those uh those tools or uh, could have made one and there's the blade that comes with it and it's basically have some thread wrapped around wood, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, the way that it's, yeah, I think they use a hot, a lot of people use a hox blade, but it's a curved blade, but it's the one side's flat. And it allows you to get in tight areas and basically make that pin to a diamond shape. It's, uh, it's really nice. And, uh, I was telling Greg, I was like, yeah, I got to get one of those knives, whatever. Da-da-da. And, uh, he's like, man, I got one right here. And he, he just <laughs> gave it to me. It was just awesome. Stuff. And so that's one of, uh, it's kind of like every time I use it, I always think about like how generous, uh, Greg has been with uh, just about mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And he's given me several tools. So high end tools. He just kind of like, here, here you go. You can have it. Yeah. No problem. Just like, <laughs> and those are the tools that I just think like, uh, you know, I'm just like, I really cherish using They're they are nothing, um, uh, Better than like say a Lee Nielsen spoke shave that I have or this tool or that tool, but the tools that uh, my friends or I've gotten from my father uh, that they've just given me just just to uh, be kind, you know, mm-hmm. you know. So it's really those are my favorite tools. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, Greg. Greg kind of reminds me of Bullwinkle sometimes. He'll ask him for something, and he'll just open up a drawer in his cabinet and ah. you know, pulls it out of thin air. He's like, "Hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I pull out
1: of my hat." <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. So, uh, Jeff,
2: who has influenced you the most in your woodwork? You know, it's that's a tough question to answer because I could definitely uh, I could go I could say Greg, but it's been different seasons in my life. Uh, I've kind of learned and grown uh at those different seasons you know when i was uh doing uh just mainly just case work um i would say uh william ng uh was it was a big influence and then when i got into more segmented turnings you know malcolm Tibbetts, tom loman um definitely a huge influence and then windsor chairs have been uh greg pennington uh, of course and then uh and then and then a, a lot of it's been um uh do, taking a different look at things has been jeff lefkowitz you know mm-hmm. jeff has been uh just an amazing influence on me uh i really love being and, and another guy too that um that i, I love being around is uh, uh travis curtis uh-huh. his- oh yeah he's just uh yep he's really uh, uh just an amazing woodworker the guy is really good uh very talented and hilarious too. He really <laughs> funny to super funny.
0: And he's pretty smart. He's really smart too. He is. He is. Yeah. He, he's,
2: he's super smart. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, he's I, he's been a great influence.
0: Yeah, I, I was pretty uh, pretty confident that he was gonna hurt or kill himself in that jeep, but
2: uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a cool jeep
2: though. Yeah. He had a helmet on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 but uh, but I think he was driving around at one point w- when didn't have any brakes. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> a clutch can be a brake if you use it right. Maybe.
0: Yes, I, I guess. Yes, yes, it could.
1: <laughs> but that's that's really cool, Jeff. That you got to you know you're you're around those guys. I mean, those are guys that in the wind or in the in the chair making you know world, uh, other uh, beyond the the turning the turning world, sure. And then then the 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 chair making like those are great names. That's awesome, yeah. and you've got like personal relationships with them. that's awesome,
2: right, right. And I tell you what the um Jeff Loquiz has been uh just a real uh down to earth just a great person to uh I can send him a message on Facebook or on Instagram, mm-hmm. and within I don't know half an hour, you know boom, it's answered. mhm. No, and it, it'll be, it's not like a regular answer. It's a detailed like, answer. It's like, it's like a really, leg- and it's very clear and concise. It's super nice. Yeah. I mean, Jeff doesn't know me
1: from Adam, but I, I met him at Handworks and he was just the nicest guy to talk to. Yes. Like, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. absolutely.
0: Yeah. He, he's fantastic. Well, um, let me ask you this question. So what is your woodworking white whale? In other words, the one thing you haven't made, but always wanted to. Oof.
2: Man, there's so many of them, right? So yeah. there's this. Uh, the fine woodworking has these plans for this Scandinavian table. So uh, this is m- my dream is to build. Uh, I guess, and I haven't drilled, made any of the bog side chair. So my dream is to do like four the bogs uh, side chair, and then do the Scandinavian table. Uh, mm. so, like a nice uh, kind of a country farm table hmm you know, That table or the uh, the hay rate table, you know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: That would be my. Uh, and you know, it's nothing that's not not doable, but it's just finding the time to do it. Because every year I'm like, I say to myself, "This is the year I'm going to build it," and then I don't build it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know how that goes. I know how yeah. that goes.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, so Jeff, our fourth question is: What is your biggest stumbling block? Uh I guess just really just having just finding the time to uh, and balance with life, work, and uh, and and making that all fit, and then having the projects that I want to do. Because there's been uh, several times I've started a project and I haven't finished it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? And I've mm-hmm. done that,
2: like I've milled out uh, some lumber to do something, and and then got involved, sidetracked, and then got something else going. Um, so that's probably my biggest. I think, Mm -hmm. I think time is
1: probably the most common stumbling block that we, Mm -hmm. we find out and, and totally makes sense because that is it. I mean, it's, it's, whether it's distractions or obligations or anything around the, you know, it's, it's hard to find the time, especially if it's as a hobby another business
2: right right because like last weekend i did nothing but worked on it uh that six, six slat rocker and i made a, a lot of headway on it but at the same time my wife was like you have other things to do in the house <laughs> yep like, this isn't about this isn't like jeff's chair shop so. yep. <laughs> like you've got things to do yeah. so i'm like no gina i was like we don't have anything else to do this is like this is chair weekend all right yep Oh, I mean,
1: I think it was last weekend that I was like, okay, I'm going to put up the Christmas lights because we haven't done that yet. You know, it's like, okay. It's, and there was a day of troubleshooting what broke from the last year. <laughs> it took That's me correct. all afternoon, but it got yeah. done. But that was that was that day's you know, thing to do. Like, it works well, out sometimes.
0: You know, you got to have some time to practice by yourself your WWE Smackdown <laughs> <Right>. uh, video <laughs> right. game. You know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. Well, cool.
1: So, so last question here, uh, how has the in- internet influenced your work?
2: Uh, hugely, you know, the internet had, it's, it's done so much, you know, I've found, uh, uh, different chair makers, uh, especially, you know, one of my favorite chair makers I've never met, uh, and I've never really even, uh, have corresponded with too much at all is, you know, Pete Galbert, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. the chairma- the videos that he's done, um, the uh, the the milk paint series he's done, you know, I, and I've probably learned quite a, a large amount of the chair making and just the, those fine details that he goes over in the chairmaker's notebook, mm. uh, and just and especially with like Lost Art Press too, you know, uh, some of their books. I'm A huge fan of their stuff, so uh, just having access to that has just has been been really incredible for sure. So
1: cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Pete, Pete got me into chair making. Yeah, I had no, I had no interest. I uh, attended a lecture of his and at one of the uh, um, woodworking in America's 2012, something like that. 2011, yeah. 2012, somewhere around there. And I had no interest in it. Went and sat on, in on one of his lectures because there wasn't was not another lecture I was really interested in. And within fifteen minutes, it was like i need to take a class with this gentleman
2: <laughs> yeah that's one of my uh definitely one of my goals is to take a class with pete is just to yeah. go
0: there and uh, you know
2: i don't even care if it's a fan back you know you know yeah. you learn a tremendous amount of information there you know
0: yeah yeah exactly well cool um well let's uh move on to where folks can find us on the uh, interweb so jeff where can folks find you uh just on instagram copper john woodworks fantastic and uh brian what about yourself uh instagram as well at
2: opst woodworks and opst is just o b s t kyle how about you
0: uh you can always find me at barton.kyle or bb custom tools on instagram uh bb custom or on youtube under bb custom tools or kyle barton sean what about yourself
1: uh as usual you can find me at W 78 on most social medias
0: and that just about wraps it up for this show If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. And while you're there, please leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram at MWA underscore podcast. And if you'd like to support the podcast, go over to patreon.com slash MWA podcast. But the best thing you can do is tell a friend. Word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussion.